0: welcome to the Cambridge Chat, bringing you city updates, local news, and upcoming community events and activities. This program is brought to you by Community Connections Network, connecting communities anytime, anywhere. I'm your co-host Todd Streeter, and thank you for tuning into our show. And now I want to introduce our show hosts, Linda Wolf, City Administrator, and Evan Vogel, Assistant City Administrator, City of Cambridge. <laughs> good morning, or I should say, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Sorry,
1: I am a little late today. You know that sometimes those darn telephones just don't like to.
0: <laughs> they don't know that you have a radio show to do here.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but I am excited about today's show, um, uh, Shannon Shogren is an amazing singer. And she has sung the national anthem uh, for our community fireworks a couple of times. So we always try to get her to audition for Klondike Kate, because she would be an amazing Klondike Kate for the Winter Carnival. But She's a little shy, no, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> about that, I guess. Um, and then Jody Briggs uh, will be hopefully joining us too. She is the visual arts director for Play Inc Art. And let me tell you, she does have the eye for art. Um she helped us hang portraits and pictures over at the new Cambridge Public Library. And the pictures that they helped us with just really made the library feel more homey and comfortable. So that is that is a great thing. Um, a lot of our community members don't know that Play, ink art exists in Cambridge so I thought what a great opportunity for our podcast to be able to share that hidden gem. Uh, You know of course during COVID they had to shut down uh, productions but now that theaters are permitted to be open again they've uh, started with some of their improv troupe called Flagrant Fowl and they did a series of shows uh, the last two weeks in April that has been very interesting. I mean, it's fun to be able to see live performance again, especially here in Cambridge. Anything else that you had? Did you do any little uh, digging on Play Ink Arts there, Todd? I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. Uh, did you have any fun thoughts or memories from Play Ink Arts when you're here for Minnesota Design Team?
0: You know, we did so much work in those three days, it was kind of hard to keep track of uh all that was going on because there was just so many activities between that Thursday and that Sunday morning, learning so much about Cambridge and from all the different stakeholders that were doing the presentations that Friday, first half of the day, not my, my, my memory's a little sketchy on that right now.
1: Yeah, and, and they were um, working on kind of uh, reorganizing a little bit during that time. Uh, when you were here for the Minnesota design team, their offices were over here at Cambridge City Center Mall. And they had some studio space where they could teach classes. They would host some community art shows. So I remember uh, when Keshika from the University of Minnesota had come over to prep for the design team visit, You know, he had talked about the importance of art in a community. Uh, I think as a former mayor, uh, you can also attest to the difference that not only visual arts, but theatrical art can make in a community.
0: Absolutely. In fact, with the downtown revitalization efforts, uh, not just within Cambridge, but in other communities, uh, arts and culture is one of the leading factors that incorporates a complete revision of a revitalization effort for a downtown—they're—they're they're incredibly important. They—they they, kind of create the, the fabric of the community, and and it's one of the many cogs within the the wheel that, or spokes, I should say, uh, in the wheel that makes you know the general economy t- you know turn.
1: I see that uh, Jody was able to enter the live studio. There we go, Jody! Yay! Good morning, Jody.
2: Good morning. I hope or, that I've done this afternoon, correctly. Afternoon, I guess. Now. <laughs> yes, it is, isn't it?
1: Well, it, it is. But you know, um, that's the fun thing about doing these podcasts. It's not only new technology to me, it's new technology to many people. So uh, we can we certainly appreciate your participation today. It's um, wonderful so to be here. Just... Thank you. You're welcome. Todd and I just kind of did a little bit of overview of how arts are important to the community. So while we're waiting for Shannon to pop in, could you tell us a little bit about? Uh, your role at Play Ink Art?
2: I would love to. My role right now in Play Ink Arts is I am the visual arts programmer. In that position, I am responsible for putting together and creating the ideas and the programs in the visual arts area. So that in visual arts, that means painting, drawing, things that you see with your eye, not so much as participatory theater arts and musical arts, but the visual arts. So that's what I'm responsible for at this point in time. We have a lot of growth to do because this is something that um, has not occurred in this new reorganization yet through the Play, Inc. Mm -hmm. Arts organization.
1: Well, that's really interesting. And uh, before you had the ability to pop on, Todd and I were talking about how you were so gracious and helped us hang the paintings at the Cambridge Public Library and what a huge difference that made in making the space more homey and kind of livable and breathable. And so I really appreciate your help with that. That was wonderful. You have such an eye. That's probably why you're the visual arts person.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Linda. And and we enjoyed doing that. And I think that it, it does warm up that space a little bit. And it was a precursor to us moving into that space right there. I think it you know, got people wondering a little bit, well, where is this art from and, and why is it here? So it just created a little mm-hmm. bit of excitement, I think, for, for our opening and our opportunity to be in there in that library space. Uh, so I, I don't think many people know where uh,
1: Play, Ink Art is located. So you want to kind of talk a little bit about where you are and what you um, are doing in the library?
2: I would love to. So we are located right as you walk in the front door of the new space at the Cambridge Library. As you walk in that main entrance, you can enter our space to the right. We have a door right there. We just recently finished the space and had our first productions there this last mm-hmm. month in March. We had two weekends where we offered some cabaret type shows called Off Book you know we're we're hoping that we can expand into the visual arts now and also continue offering these cabaret shows in our space because it is big enough to allow about 30 people socially distanced right now so we can mm-hmm. have these shows and entertain the community a little bit and give us all a break from our mundane lives lately <laughs> Yes, exactly. I think all of us are a little
1: bit, you know, on that frayed end of not being able to do things, so I really appreciate uh, that you guys are working on trying to provide programming that's socially distant and giving people that outlet. I was uh, looking um, on your Facebook page the other day, and um, I saw the, the uh, there was a posting about flagrant fowl, and that's the kind of you're imp- the, in the improv group. And I just know one of the players, Scott. So he and uh, my son William were camp counselors at Luther Point Bible Camp. So it's kind of fun to make those connections
2: and, and see that.
1: Do you have anything planned for the summer?
2: Yeah, let me tell you what in terms we're going of to be doing and... in the visual arts area. Um, as I said, we're just <laughs> starting out. So we have a lot of growth and, and a lot of room to do new things. This summer, what we're hoping to do is have Open Studio, which actually will start this month on the 19th. And Open Studio is where um, anyone with an interest in art or its creative process may come in, work on a project, and just be in the company of others. It can be any kind Mm -hmm. of atmosphere that you want it to be. There's seasoned artists there that can offer help if you would like help, but that isn't anything that they will push on you. Sometimes it's very quiet and peaceful. Other times we have a lot of fun chatting. We just kind of go by the mood <laughs> in the room and who's there and what everybody feels like doing. But there's no pressure, there's no expectations, there's no preconceived notion about anyone's ability. And we have, we're, we're open to a large age group, anywhere from 13 year olds to adults. It's unsupervised, but we've never had a problem. We've had quite a few young people join us. I myself really like that. It keeps us kind of you know, young at heart, I believe. And it works mm-hmm. out really great. It's a, it's a very fun time. It helps people maybe explore their creativity, get ideas from other people and other artists. It's free of charge. We usually will have this once a month, usually on Monday evenings. I believe the time, if I'm correct, is 5 o'clock to 7.30, I believe. they can. Anybody can check that out on the website to make sure.
1: Well, you know, I am retiring here shortly, and so that sounds like great fun. Uh, <laughs> it is great fun. Maybe you fun. can come and get my creative side on. Exactly. Um, so Jody, um are you planning on hosting any art shows in the near future?
2: Yes, we are actually. As I was saying a little bit earlier in the summer plans, we're also hoping to find more uh, time for classes for children and for adults, but that also involves finding more stru- um, instructors and volunteers And as we get more of those, we will open uh, workshops, classes, and that, that type of thing this summer. As far as art shows goes, upcoming in November, we are going to be hosting the North Pole Workshop and Community Show. We will be offering nine different classes from kids to adults. And this is going to focus on a holiday workshop theme. We are offering scholarships to those who might not otherwise participate due to, you know, the class fee or whatever. And we also want to stress that these classes are for beginners. We will keep the projects temporarily after each class finishes. And then at the end, we will display them for a community-wide show that will run for a week in December. The show will be open to the public. It will also be free of charge. Probably there will be information on that in the late summer on our website. Then we also are going to plan on a juried show either a year from now or maybe even later next fall. And that's that will be a show for more experienced artists. And we will have judges and, you know, there will be awards given in that type of thing.
0: Well, I see that Shannon has joined the uh, the show here this morning. Welcome, Shannon. Thank you. So we're glad that you're here.
3: Great, thanks,
1: Todd.
0: Linda, did we uh, we have you uh, out there?
1: I <laughs> was doing the nice thing and muting, and then I forgot you... I muted. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's that delayed reaction thing. Like, why can't anyone hear me? I've been talking for 15 minutes. <laughs> really? <laughs> no one can hear what I I'm was, saying. <laughs> <I>
1: was, yeah, <laughs> and I was giggling because um, when Jody mentioned the North Pole workshop my mind immediately went to the Cambridge Community-Wide Read and Lonnie uh, Dupree about, you know, Alone at the Top and Climbing Denali in the Dead of Winter. And I thought, wow, maybe they're doing that to support the Community-Wide Read. And then then I listened to the rest of it, and it was um, uh, more holiday-themed. So (laughs) see how your mind travels fast?
2: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: Jody, is there what? What is the one thing that you would like the Cambridge community to know about Play Inc. Arts?
2: Well, first of all, in the visual arts, what I hear most often from people is that they don't have any talent or they aren't good enough to participate. And if I can stress anything today about our organization, Ooh. both in theater arts and visual arts. Is that we are all about being inclusive. Our programs are open to everyone and anyone. We provide scholarships for all of our kids' programs and make that you know opportunity open to anyone that might have that financial need. We also have a compliant, an ADA compliant studio to help anybody with any type of handicap in that situation, and. In the visual arts, I want to expel the notion that we are open to only those artists who work in fine art or have years of experience because that is not who we are. We are a community organization who provides access for anyone who is interested in the arts. I've heard from from some professional artists in the area who say that we aren't really a true art organization because we include craft type classes or paint parties or the, you know, things like that. And what I'd like to say about that is that every crafty type of class or a social paint party is still teaching the basic seven elements of art. And those are line, shape, texture, form, space, color, and value. And everyone that is an accomplished artist started with those fundamentals. So if you're the least bit interested in art or you just want to experiment or just want to try it out, please come and check us out. There's no pressure. There's no exclusivity to our organization. We're, we're open to everyone and we encourage anyone that would like to try art to, to come in and visit with us and try out some of our programs. And then the other thing that I would like to add that as a nonprofit organization that we subsist solely on the support from the community and some grants. And many people don't realize the enormous costs associated with with putting on like our theater productions. But our summer youth theater and our spring community theater costs they run upwards of $10,000 each. So every donation we receive, whether it's $20 or $2,000, is a huge help to us. And we also depend on volunteers. And so if anyone has any interest in volunteering, please let us know. You can send us um, a message on our website or stop in if we're open. But we, we really need help from the community with volunteering as well. And it doesn't have to be. You know, anything that's long term, it can be a by the event type of situation, or however you as a volunteer would like to do that. So I just wanted to let everyone know that.
1: And the website is? Playinkarts.org. Well, I hope you can hang out with us a little while longer while we're talking to Shannon. Absolutely. Um, hey, Shannon. I'm so happy hey, to be with you today. Yeah, me too. Thanks for having my back there,
2: Jody, while I was having some technical difficulties. Hey, always anything I can do, Shannon. (laughs) We're we're good at
1: improvising. (laughs) Woo! So are we. Yeah. Uh, So Shannon, I was uh, when we started um, the podcast today. I was uh, reminding people of your performance uh of the national anthem with your son for the fourth of july fireworks and i just want you to know i still think about that and it just still brings you know chills to my spine because you did uh, guys did an amazing rendition of it so thanks again for sharing your talents oh you're welcome thank you very much so could you tell us a little bit about your role at play inc arts and what you would like to let the audience know
3: sure um uh, and I'm going to apologize if any of this has already been covered by Jody, but uh, what I wanted to say was that uh, Play Inc. Arts has been around since 2005. Uh, it was started by Aaron and Sarah Knutzvig. It started out by focusing on the um, just you know the theater aspects of our organization. It started out with our summer youth theater productions, which have continued to be the cornerstone of Play Inc. In 2011, we joined the Cambridge Center for the Arts and became the theatrical arm of that organization. Started offering Mm. some more opportunities specifically for adults, including musicals and plays. And as you mentioned, our improv troupe, uh, Flagrant Fowl. Unfortunately, CCFA decided to dissolve in 2017, but Play Inc. wanted to stick around for a little longer, so we went in a different direction. We, Cambridge Center for the Arts, dissolved and we reorganized as Play Inc. Arts. This new organization was formed in September of that year. For the first couple of seasons, we focused just on what we knew and did best, which was live theater. But then we got Jody back involved in the organization are looking forward to really pursuing more of the uh, visual art aspect uh, of our organization. In 2014, we moved into our first location, which was downtown on uh, 2nd Avenue Southeast. And then in August of just this last year, we moved into our current location at the new Cambridge Public Library and we're so excited to be there because who doesn't like to take on a massively expensive renovation project in the middle of a (laughs) pandemic with zero income but um, you know (laughs) now that we're in a more versatile space with some much needed storage we are actively expanding back out into that area of visual arts and uh, hope to be adding that back into our programming very soon.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for something to do during my retirement days, and I've always tried to dabble a little bit in art. However, I'm just am not a good drawer, so I'll have to come and take some classes. That's what I'm excited about. Well, there
3: you go. We hope to be able to have those ready for you.
0: I've got a question. Is it How how has the COVID situation impacted both of your operations?
3: Well, for on the theater side, um, We, I mean, up until about two weeks before our summer theater program last summer, we had no idea if we were going to have anything or what it was going to look like. And then we just decided, you know, these kids have lost so much over the past few months. We have to, we have to offer them something. We need to give them something that, that they know and that they've been expecting. Um, And especially for our seniors. And uh, I did have a little personal involvement in that since my youngest was a senior so we wanted to be able to give them something to do so we um, worked it out to where we only had part of the group there for rehearsals we had I believe no more than ten students at any one time at a rehearsal Uh, everyone was maxed the whole time the high school group met outside exclusively The middle school group met both inside and outside. We washed down everything in between the two groups as they came and left. We practiced social distancing. We singing with masks on was a challenge, but we learned how best to do that. We ended up recording our productions, live streaming or not live stream, but uh, streaming those on our platform that we use, Showtix for you, parents and family members and audience members were able to buy tickets to those and watch our productions as a video on demand. Uh, As a a bonus, the middle school actually got to premiere a production that was just written for uh, these pandemic times. And the two guys who wrote the show, both New York performers, got to work with our kids and actually called in on a live zoom call and we got to talk to them and ask them questions about the show and they were constantly feeding us uh, uh, new parts of the script and changes to the music and we'd say hey this key is a little high could you lower it a couple of steps so that was a really uh, exciting opportunity
1: that we had. It's wonderful when collaborations can come together like that and make an experience richer.
3: Yeah, and and we're 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 so excited now that things are opening up a little bit more. We actually have some live events scheduled. We had four events in March and those were cabaret type events that we had at our space. 33 was our max audience there. And um, okay. we have some another
1: one scheduled coming up in April. So what do you have planned for the summer into fall? We are going uh, back to our, our
3: regular summer theater schedule. We're excited that we can be back in the Performing Arts Center at the high school. With the current 50% capacity up to a max of 250, we can get back in there with a the live audience. Just need to follow some school district protocols like masking and practicing social distancing, uh, for our audience members. But we're excited to be back in the PAC to, to perform our shows. Uh, we haven't quite decided on those yet, but watch our Facebook page. We'll be providing a, uh, a link, uh, probably to a little video to announce what our summer shows are going to be for the kids. The, We have three programs that happen during the summer. The Little League Players, those are directed by Sarah Knutsvig and Angie Gregerson. Those are for our youngest elementary kids. Uh, They learn songs. They learn a bit of choreography. They put together costumes and sets. And they're just, they make a great show. They are there for about two weeks or is it three? I don't remember, but it's two or three weeks. Uh, the Junior Theater Troupe, we meet for five weeks. That's the one I'm involved in, along with my directing partner, Jared Faust, and Erin Knutsvig is our choreographer. We do a junior Broadway musical production. It's about a 70 to 90 minute in length show. Uh, those junior productions are specifically adapted for middle school voices and then the high school group, our Yebo players, uh, that's 100% Aaron Knudsvig. They do a full length Broadway musical, and that's for kids completing ninth grade through completed twelfth grade. After that, we're going to be performing a show in September that will be f- part of the focus of the show. Is on the incident on nine uh, eleven, and so that'll be uh, for the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. Wow, twenty
1: years! I mm. know,
3: isn't
2: that amazing? That, and, I, was and, just, and, I was just
0: I was just thinking the same thing too. I can't believe that much
2: time has passed, and Aaron's still so young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> indeed, <Yes>. indeed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, he taught it. Popped up that we had one new message. Was that somebody sending in a question or?
0: No, I think we just have uh lady die. Uh, if I'm reading this right, maybe not. Um, I need my glasses. Lady, uh, has entered and she's listening to the show. DJ. A lady DJ. There we go. Is uh, listening to lady the show. DJ, so, well, welcome, no, we lady DJ. Welcome <laughs> her for listening. Absolutely. And and if you have a question, exactly. lady, just please just click on the the phone button and give us a question that you have.
1: Okay. So Shannon, what is the one thing that you would like the Cambridge community to remember about Play Inc. Arts and how the community can volunteer? All right. Well, we have
3: volunteer opportunities for just about anybody looking for something. We need actors. We need singers, dancers. We need stage managers, costumers, We need set builders and designers, uh, people who love to make props. We need people who can operate a spotlight or would like to learn how to operate a spotlight. We're more than willing to teach. Um, There's just as much going on behind the stage as there is on the stage. Uh, We're looking for some visual artists to display their work um, as we expand back into that realm. We really also need some help with promoting our organization Uh, people who are good with PR and advertising. We would like to get some highly organized people to sit on our board and help us with some long range planning goals. Um, We need some board members who are really business minded because we've got a lot of Artists on the board right now. So, getting a few business, more business minded people on there would be uh, a great addition. Um, and we'd also like to create a visual arts advisory board similar to the theater advisory board that we currently have that gives advice to our Play Inc. Uh, main board.
1: Well, I can't thank you enough for uh, being part of the Cambridge community and offering, you know, the theater and the visual arts investment in community means having a community that is rounded for everyone. And you play a big role in that. And I just really appreciate you for how you volunteer your time and talents uh, to work with Play, Ink Art. Uh, Todd, do you have any follow-up questions? No,
0: I just, I kind of uh, echo what uh, Linda's saying in that the whole the whole idea of arts is fascinating to me because you're really talking about just personal talent that just seems to come from within it's not something well you can certainly take classes and learn how to do it all better of course but it's still it's still a, a very unique form of self expression so when you see a whole group of high school kids up on stage as i certainly remember in my high school days uh, going to those performances they're all they're just always awe inspiring To think that there's that much talent, even at that age, to to sing and dance and perform in front of people, it's just its amazing, absolutely amazing to me.
1: My boys uh, grew up doing uh, theater productions uh, for the high school, and uh, I don't think they would trade that experience for anything else. They felt like it made them better-rounded individuals. So, Shannon, are we going to ever get you to uh, uh, be Klondike Kate? (laughs) (laughs) You and my husband.
0: (laughs) Now, how did this story go again?
3: (laughs) It went, Shannon does not want to audition for Klondike Kate.
1: (laughs) Bob keeps um, bugging her to do it. Bob is her husband. And yeah. I just kind of picked up on it. You know, it's only because you have such an amazing voice, Shannon. So it's a compliment for me.
3: Well,
2: thank you very much.
1: <laughs> well, Jody, uh, any final words that you'd like to share with our listening audience today?
2: Just that I hope everyone will stop by and look at our beautiful new space in the brewery. And check out our cabaret shows, open studio, paint parties, whatever we have coming up. Don't be shy. Come in, get to know us because we really are here in the community for all of you. And we want to be a part of your lives and give you maybe a new interest or a new hobby. So come and check us out.
0: And do you have Excellent. a website, uh, Jody, for them to look into?
2: Absolutely. That's playinkarts.org. Shannon heads up our Facebook page and that's Play Ink Arts, I believe, right, Shannon? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay.
1: Again, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for, for being willing to inform our community about our amazing hidden gem, uh, play ink arts.
0: Thank, thank you, you
2: Linda and Todd. It was great. Yeah. To oh, be you're a part you're
0: of very welcome. Thing. And and Linda, any thoughts about next week's show?
1: I knew you were going to ask that, and I should have been prepared and pulled it up. But. I should
0: have texted you sooner. <laughs> yeah. I should yeah. have fore- forewarned no, you. <laughs>
2: that's
1: that's okay. Uh, we're we're also doing an emergency management drill today. Um, we're working on you know making sure that staff is prepared. For severe weather, um, train derailment, and those type of things, um, which is which is always interesting. Okay, so our podcast schedule for April fourteenth should be Melissa Bettendorf from the north highway north highway sixty five Chamber of Commerce. We'd like to preview all the services that the chamber has to offer. Uh, she'll talk a little bit about new businesses in our area as well.
0: Well, very good.
1: Why don't you take us away?
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, again, thank you so much, uh, Jody and Shannon, and thank you for listening to Cambridge Chat. You can listen to today's program and past shows on the City of Cambridge website at ci.cambridge.mn.us on your Podbean app and on other popular podcast directories. We'd love to hear from you, so please visit the Cambridge website and leave your questions, comments, and suggestions. To receive notifications of upcoming shows, simply subscribe on the Podbean app or on the city's website. And if you have a moment, offer a review and rate our show. A five would be great don't forget to follow our show and share today's program with others. We want as many listeners like you to truly make this show your show, dedicated to engaging conversation with civic leaders and community members like you. Thank you for listening
2: and have a great day.